Shalom Aleichem. This is Shaul Wertheimer, Chabad of Queens College. Today is Vav Iyar Tovshin Pei, April 30th, 2020. A number of years ago, a student at Queens College asked me if I would teach him some Breslov Chassidus. I told him it's not my field of expertise and he would likely get more bang for his buck, so to speak, learning Chabad Chassidus or something else. But I told him I'm happy to learn together whatever he wants. I've been asked many times over the years about the relationship, if any, between Chabad and Breslov, and if the Rebbe was familiar with the teachings of Rebbe Nachman. So first of all, Rebbe Nachman lived at the same time as the first Chabad Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, Rebbe Shneir Zalman of Liadi. In the beginning of the year Tov Kuf Nuntes, that is 1798, Rebbe Nachman stayed in Eretz Yisrael for a few months. When he returned home, he went straight to Lyozhna, arriving on Shabbos Chazoin, 1799, obviously not arriving on Shabbos itself. When he got there, he spoke with two chassidim about the Inyan of Chabad. The Alter Rebbe asked Rabbi Nachman to say some Torah, but Rabbi Nachman demurred. The Alter Rebbe then said Torah for eight hours. Different versions of the story put it only at six hours. Rabbi Nachman said that with this Torah that the Alter Rebbe said to him, he hit the mark. What did the Alter Rebbe say? He explained the verse, Rachamecha Rabim Hashem, which literally means Hashem has great Rachamim, great compassion. The Alter Rebbe said as follows, meaning that it's a great Rachmanus on Hashem. Not that Hashem has Rachmanus on us. It's a great Rachmanus on Hashem because the Shem Havaya has descended into Sitra Achra, into Klipa, impurity, as a result of people's actions, also known as the Golos Hashchina, thus the Rachmanus on Hashem himself. Rabbi Nachman then repeated this Torah to his disciples as well. Later, when Rabbi Nossin was beginning to come close to Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman told him three stories. The second story was that the Alter Rebbe had a Talmud who for eight years said Torah on one teaching that he had heard from the Alter Rebbe, thereby Rabbi Nachman perhaps hinting to Rabbi Nossin that he would be machadish at great length in Rabbi Nachman's Torah. Another time, Rabbi Nachman said that one should only learn certain svarim. Svarim that were based on Divir Razal and from the Gemara, Midrashim, the Zoyar, Svarim of the Arizal, and also Svarim written by Tzaddikim of their very generation who follow the ways of the Baal Shem Tev, such as Toldos Yaakov Yosef and Likute Amorim. Now granted, there are other Svarim called Likute Amorim, but it seems likely that Rabbi Nachman meant the Sefer commonly referred to as the Tanya. In 1810, they met again. <clears throat> this time, the Alter Rebbe visited Rabbi Nachman a few months before he moved to Uman, which was actually in Iyar of that year, 210 years ago. Rabbi Nachman went out to greet him on the outskirts of town with many people to accompany him, 
saying to the people, Tnu kovoid lasar ha'elef. Give kovoid to the sar ha'elef, to this leader. What does this phrase mean? So the sar ha'elef is a reference to a discussion in the Torah, Parshas Yisrael, between Moshe and Yisrael regarding appointing judges. The Pasuk tells us that Moshe selected capable men and he set them, charged them to be sorei alofim, sorei meos, etc., leaders of thousands, leaders of hundreds, and so forth. Now, although this Pasuk, sorei alofim, sorei meos, can be understood to mean that some people will be leaders over 10, others over a hundred or a thousand, etc., it is more likely that these terms actually indicate the status of the judge, not just the number of people he rules over, something like the rank in an army. In the teachings of Rabbi Nachman, to go a little bit deeper, this term, Sar Ho'elef, has great significance. In Lekutei Moran, Tinyana, Teira Ein Beis, he explains that merely seeing a tzaddik, even without learning from him, can bring a person to great heights. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to gaze inside someone, igniting the spark within. There's a Moshe in every generation. Moreover, Moshe was able to appoint someone else as a Sarah Elif. Is this a hint to the Inyan of Shlichus? I don't know. In any event, the Alter Rebbe came to Rabbi Nachman's home, and Rabbi Nachman told the person who was there, a gvir, named Moshe Chinkes, he told him, Give tzedakah to a real Talmud Chacham. So Rabbi Moshe, this gvir, put a gold coin, a rendel, on the table. Rabbi Nachman said, That's what you give? Other sources that record the story say that Rabbi Nachman said, <laughs> That's all you give for the Sar Elef, for the leader. So this Gvir Rabbi Moshe put another rendel on the table. But he saw Rabbi Nachman was still in a state of Tmiya, not enough. So he put another coin and another until there were 10 golden coins on the table. Rabbi Nachman, he took all the coins off the table and put them in the Alter Rebbe's hand. Later, Rabbi Nachman asked, is it true that you have 80,000 chassidim? It's not a chiddish, said the Alter Rebbe. Many chassidim are melamdim, each of whom themselves have many Talmidim, and every Talmud gives tzedakah for supporting the Rebbe, and is thus considered his chassid. By the koyach of giving tzedakah to the Rebbe, he will never become a misnagid v'ad Rebbe, and on the contrary, the tzedakah will surely protect him, transforming him to good, and therefore he's considered a chassid. So 80,000 is not such a big number. Rabbi Nachman's chassidim escorted the Alter Rebbe to the city limits with both tzaddikim riding in one wagon together until the city limits. That's the Alter Rebbe and Rabbi Nachman. Was the Rebbe, our Rebbe, familiar with Rabbi Nachman? For starters, on page 1207 of Lakut Chelik Dalid, which are the volumes of talks by the Rebbe that were edited by the Rebbe, Lakute Moran is referenced in footnote 27. 
It's a Geshmaka Sicha about Pirkei Oves, Per Gimel, Geshmaka Inyan. Take a look. Additionally, in the Kvarchabad magazine, number 718, page 53, there is a piece written by Rebbe Nacha Mendel Fitterman. He was not a Lubavitcher. He was, uh, for a time, the chief rabbi of Argentina. And he met with the Rebbe, I believe, on numerous occasions. At one time, he records how he showed a quote from Lekutei Moran to the Rebbe. I'm not sure the context or why he was showing it to him. Showed him a quote that is something that he had quoted from Lekutei Moran and something he had written, I'm not sure exactly. And the Rebbe said, Sestet Andrish. That's not the way it's written. The, the quote is not accurate. Rabbi Fitterman said, this is how I remember it. But the Rebbe insisted it's not accurate, and he told one of the Mazkirim to bring a copy of Lekutei Moran to his office. And indeed, when they looked it up, they saw that the quote was not accurate, just as the Rebbe had said. So we see, obviously, that uh, the Rebbe was certainly familiar with Likute Moran. Rabbi Fitterman then asked the Rebbe, why is there opposition to Breslov? And the Rebbe responded that, that people thought, some of the Gedoyle Yisrael, who Rabbi Fitterman was referencing, that seemed to be opposed to Breslov, the Rebbe said they thought it was too much gilui, too much revelation. And regarding the Kutei Moran itself, he said, Medarf lichtige oigen zu zen was er zockt. You need, I don't know how to translate that exactly, you need lichtige oigen, bright eyes. You need to go deeper, I think is what it means. You need to go deeper in order to understand, uh, or as he says, zu zen, to, to see what Rabbi Nachman is saying. Also, um, uh, this Rabbi Fitterman mentioned to the Rebbe, that Rebmeir Shapiro of Lublin was close to Hasidei Breslov, despite himself being a chassid of Chartkov. And the Rebbe said, Rebmeir frekt nit by Kenim, meaning Rebmeir doesn't ask anybody, meaning he's not concerned what others will say. He does what he believes is right and what he wants to do. In conclusion, I want to share uh, a Torah from Likute Moran, that I think speaks to the current matzav that we're in with the coronavirus right now. The custom is to study Pirkei Avois, the Shabbosim, between Pesach and Shavuos. And this Shabbos in Mirz Hashem, we will read and study Pirkei Avois, Perek Gimel, the third chapter. So the fourth Mishnah says, Reb Chanina ben Chachinoi Oimer, Haneor Belaila, one who stays awake at night, and one who travels alone on the road, and he clears his heart to idleness, to Batola. He has forfeited his life. So Rabbi Nachman explains in the Kutam Ranun base as follows Haneor Belaila, one who stays awake at night. You should stay awake at night. You should take time at night when you're not busy with your daily tasks to seclude yourself and talk to Hashem. Make a cheshbon and nefesh. Then the Mishnah continues. One who goes on the road alone. Seclude yourself from others. Go away from others. Go on the road out of town, away from others who may distract you from your tefillah. Go outside of the city. The Mishnah continues, He clears his heart to idleness. 
at night, outside the city when you're secluded. You can then be mefane liboy. You can clear your heart of your worries and worldly concerns. And by doing so, one will reach levatola. Mefane liboy, when you clear your heart of your worries and concerns, levatola. You can reach bitul, a total suspension of self. The Mishnah concludes, He's forfeited his life, meaning then we will cling to Hashem. Hashem is known in the works of Chassidus as Mechuyav HaMetzias. That is that he is the only necessary, unquestionable reality, as opposed to everything else in creation, which is called Efshari HaMetzias. Nothing more than a Efshar. Maybe it's a questionable reality. So by doing this, by staying awake at night, secluding ourselves, talking to Hashem, making a cheshpen, getting away from the things that may distract us from tefillah, from avodas Hashem, going outside of the city, we can be mefane liboy. We can clear our heart, clear our mind of our worries and our worldly concerns, reaching a batala, a total suspension of self, then I can connect to the mischayev, to the one who is mechuyev ametzias, the one who is necessary, the only necessary being that is the ebishter himself, had is a mischayev benafshoi. And I think this speaks to the times we're in. Coronavirus is a painful time for Yidin. We're out of the shuls, we're out of the yeshivas. We don't know when it's going to end. Yidin are dying, Rachman al-Atzlan. Many Yidin need a refuah shleima. But we have to find what a Yid can do at these times. For those of us that are not healthcare workers, doctors and so forth, it doesn't mean there's nothing we can do. It's an opportunity to be neor belayla and mahalich baderich yichidi and mefane liboy levatala to remove the worries. Should we be concerned about everything going on? Yes, we should be concerned, but we should not be frightened. We should know that the, only the Eibishter, the Mishayev Benafshoi, the one who is Mechuyev Metzius, the one who is an, the necessary, unquestionable reality, only he's in charge. And it's an opportunity that we can take every day, especially Shabbos Kodesh, to daven slower, to learn extra chassidus before davening, to make a point of giving tzedakah every day, other than Shabbos and Yantav, of course. We all give tzedakah. Did we give tzedakah every day? Now's the chance. Before you put on your towels and tefillin in the morning, put a coin in the pushka. There's so many opportunities, so many things we can do with our family, calling others that we wouldn't normally call, reaching out to others. This should not be something that we only do because of coronavirus. It should be something that we are now choosing to make a part of who we are. This has to become who we are, that we have to look inside to daven slower, not to skip in the davening, to learn chassidus, to give extra tzedakah, to care for another yid, poshit, to strengthen our havas Yisrael in tangible ways. Just because we are secluded does not mean that we are alone. And it does not mean that others should be alone. I want to give everybody a bracha during these very challenging times, that we should have a bracha to be mefane liboy levatola, to clear our mind and hearts of our worries and our worldly concerns, to put our lives completely in the Abishter's hands, to lift ourselves up, up above 
the challenges, above the struggles, to connect to Hashem, Torah and mitzvahs. It might not look the same as it used to look, but this is the way the Abster wants it now. And God willing, it will never look the way it used to look ever again. Mashiach will come. We will all be reunited together speedily. Have a wonderful Shabbos.